Hello, and welcome to a podcast about a television show, about a podcast about true crime podcasts. Huh? This is the Geekcentric Podcast, and today we're giving our spoiler-free thoughts on the upcoming Hulu series, available on Star here in Canada, Only Murders in the Building. Joining me today are two private investigators who pride themselves on being facilitators of all things geek-centric. My co-hosts, Justin and Nate. Hey. hey! Well, the show we're talking about today, again, is Only Murders in the Building. From the minds of Steve Martin, Dan Fogelman, and John Hoffman comes a comedic murder mystery series for the ages. Only Murders in the Building follows three strangers, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, who share an obsession with true crime and suddenly find themselves wrapped up in one. When a grisly death occurs inside their exclusive Upper West Side apartment building, the trio suspects murder and employs their precise knowledge of true crime to investigate the truth. You know, one of the very first lines of the show is, it's not what it looks like. And that could definitely be said about this show. It's constantly challenging our expectations and what we think we know. Now, obviously, we can't delve into any specific plot details, but why don't we chug some gut milk and share our overall impressions on the show? Gut milk! Yes! Mm -hmm. (laughs) 13% alcohol. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, So good. uh, That might be a spoiler. (laughs) I like those nutrition drinks and whatnot, so if you threw some alcohol in it, I'd definitely be down to to drink some gut milk. A Bailey's almost, but (laughs) like a little healthier? You know, exactly. exactly. I'm down. Um... I don't know about you guys. I was I was really shocked by this show. Like first, let's do a little time trip backwards to, you know, yeah. looking forward in 2021 and Kevin drops this show on our radar. And we're like, this is an interesting trio. And of course you have, um, you know, Martin Short and Steve Martin. That obviously makes sense. And then you got Selena Gomez in this murder mystery and it's it's kind of interesting. Now we're here, August, and I I am pleasantly surprised by this series, man. I, I don't know about you guys. It's, it's fantastic. And Kevin, I know that you were super excited for this, so... I think I was the driving force of excitement in terms of, you know, I grew up with Steve Martin through my dad and then the Martin Short pairing with him always brings comedic gold, particularly in the uh, Father of the Bride movies. And so to see them teaming up again is very exciting. And, you know, I I feel like Steve Martin almost lost his way a little in the last few years. I haven't really seen him be a part of anything that I've particularly enjoyed. Um, So to see him get a crack at writing again and to have it pay off as, as well as it has so far was definitely exciting for me. Yeah, man, I was, I was so stoked, and and honestly, like like a a big box of gut milk. This is a wonderful birthday gift for me because uh, this is going to be dropping on August thirty first, uh, which is my birthday. It's like they planned it, um, but yeah, this was such a delightful surprise, and I think the the you called it the pairing of of Martin Short and Steve Martin. They're so excellent together, and I know they've been acting together for such a long time, uh, but for me, I haven't. Personally, I've not really seen them act a lot at this age. And so seeing them at this age and then how much that really does play into their characters, it was just so fantastic seeing them struggle with like technology and just like all the different really quirky ways that they played off each other, but also just how much uh, 
how much you believe in their characters because of their age and, and how much they've experienced and lived through. Um, it was fantastic. I, I just loved seeing them reminisce uh, in their in their you know of their younger days their or glory of their days, days when they were at the good old days when they were at their peak. Uh, and that's kind of a through line in terms of some of the funnier moments throughout the show. Yeah, it is very meta. The show has a lot of meta qualities to it, and that I think is one of the many. Uh, but it's great to see these two back in action and, and kind of playing characters that we kind of expect them to play, right? Like, I, I think the the characters that they are uh, of Charles and, and Oliver, you know, they're, they're very conducive to the kind of roles that they've played in the past. You know, you have Charles played by Steve Martin, who's just, you know, a washed up actor. Right. And he's lost his way very much to how you've described Steve Martin. And you have someone like Oliver, played by Martin Short, who has this sort of over the top theater director attitude who's super critical of others, but then is like super insecure. They're playing characters that they've already previously played, but with like a real interesting twist on top of it, layering in that sort of meta, like they are old. You know what I mean? They've been around the block, kind of, if you will. Now, Justin, Justin, that was great. If you could run that back, we're going to do that a little bit. Can you do it a little slower this time, please? <laughs> I just love how every single moment with all these different characters, there, there's these serious, really dramatic moments, and freaking Oliver is just like, okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, less crying, um, please. We can't really understand you. It's so well done. Yeah, it's so well done. Well, and because, you know, uh, they, they are uh, putting together their own podcast as this adventure unfolds and that's what i think the brilliant part about this show is is that i think it's going to appeal to people of all ages because you're going to get somebody like my dad who a grew up loving steve martin but also b grew up watching the kind of cop shows detective shows that steve martin's character is playing you know the rockford files type character kojak um <laughs> But then so it's good. also got, you know, I think that's why Selena Gomez's character is so important because the driving force of the show is that meta podcast narrative that they weave through everything. And so I think that's where they're going to grab the younger audiences just in that it is, you know, again, the old guys trying to adapt to this new world. So, again, there's a bit of everything for everyone. And I will say I was a little bit nervous with Selena Gomez at first, uh, just in the sense of, of you know, she she you know she's come from acting she started in acting with with wizards of waverly place yeah, and yeah. obviously this is so different from that sure um but her character i just at first i was a little bit i couldn't get into i couldn't i couldn't align with her and she was very standoffish she very very much monotone very much speaks yeah. like this a lot and she's very distant but as the show goes on there's a reason for it, there's a right? reason yeah. why but she is so like, she's great. Like, I was actually pleasantly surprised by her, and I just thought she did such a fantastic job to the point where I'm like, I want to see more Selena Gomez in these shows, in these dramatic shows. So, fantastic work there. Yeah, I felt like when I heard about it originally, it felt a little bit of, like, stunt casting. But really, at the end of the day, she balances out these two veterans, right? Um, but she holds her own. She's, yeah. you know, super cynical. She's sharp-tongued. Right. And and she she really does bring that millennial quality to her character of, of Mabel. She's paired with these older guys and she has an older lady name like Mabel. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That's a great of... joke in that first episode. <laughs> I know, for sure, yeah. <laughs> What's your real? Oh, that is your real name, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I thought um, it was so funny. Now, um, now, I will say, I think with Steve Martin and Martin Short, nobody in the world could play these two characters and play these two characters together like them. But. I think anybody, any talented young actress could have stepped into this role 
and played it personally. And yeah. to be fair, you look at you look at her costume and shout out to the costume design the in the show. It's amazing, like, yeah, amazing. So New York, right? <laughs> yeah, but exactly. like she she's she definitely has a very old soul about herself, right? Exactly. You see it in her the way she dresses, yes. and even in the even in the things she loves. I mean, um, there's you know she's a fan of the Hardy Boys. She's a fan of these old yeah, books, yeah. these old yeah. mystery books, and so you know. Who who the heck is a fan of the Hardy Boys, you know, growing up at her age uh, in New York? So it's just I, I think it really, I think to her whole look about her and everything she she was she was she's it fit it worked. Like I think down to as Kevin pointed out the fact that they made the joke about her name and it would be associated with an older generation and she has uh, knacks about her that make her seem like an old soul. I think that's all purposeful, but putting it in like an introverted millennial, you know what I mean? Who's like an old person who doesn't want to talk to anyone. I don't know. It just seems it seems very fitting. <laughs> I'm jumping in here really quickly because I would just like to say that she's only six years younger than me myself. So I guess her character would be about the same age, you know, late 20s, very early 30s. But I read those Hardy Boy books. It was really neat for me to see them all because my dad had about five or six that I actually got from him when I was a kid and read them. And so it was neat to see those and to see them play a, a role in the show. It was very cool. Oh, if we're talking about experiences like the whole aspect of them running a podcast. It's unbelievable. You know, we, this is something that we've not been doing for the like the longest time, and so to to see them and what they're struggling with, and I just love I love how they're like you know like seven views is that is that good? Like they don't know what's good or what's not good, and so I just I love it because that's pretty much like us. We are all the time like looking at like YouTube views, and we're like, is a hundred good? Like we don't know, and so. It, it's just super cool to sort of have those experiences in our real lives and then see that in this. And I love just how meta the show does get and just oh, sort of... Yeah, even that is a small subplot right? evolves yeah. and grows and plays off of earlier instances. It's just so amazing that like the podcast itself becomes a character. Yes. And also the cast, it grows naturally, right? And we start to see, we were introduced to not just our, our trio of, of main characters, we actually get a few more. And I think the surrounding cast does such a great oh, yeah. job as well. They're, they're an absolute highlight and delight yeah. and very surprising. Uh, yes, in some there's some good cameos. For sure. Like, yeah, and really and I, cool one. and some good payoffs for that. So I, I mm -hmm. don't know. I, I really like I like that they play with the fad of like true crime podcasts. You know, like mm -hmm. while also implementing like a fun take of like the Who Done It mystery, which has also kind of picked up some traction with like you know Knives Out and and more movies like that kind of coming out. But just this sort of quirky fun. Uh, parody style like it reminds me of Rear Window with a bit of like a like a Woody Allen-esque sort of comedic touch right well that was what I really was looking forward to most right was because of Manhattan murder mystery and it's a very similar idea in the beginning that fortunately they completely spin off and make a completely original take on that sort of small idea of somebody in your apartment gets murdered what do you do about it but that's what got me most excited about the show and so to see them grow from that and change it was awesome also just the 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 the, the way it's centered around this this apartment complex which is called the arconia I, it's just it, it's the perfect metaphor for what new york is right it, you know living on top of each other it's so claustrophobic everyone's in everyone's business it, it has that sort of murder mystery quality already written into it like if you think about it it could be a pretty cool board game too yeah like a clue-esque kind of board game 
game. Good you idea. almost have to like record your own podcast as you're playing the game or something to listen back. Wow, um, we just sold them a huge game, bro. They're going to totally pick that up. Speaking of selling things, though, there are a lot of iPads and iPhones in this uh, in this show. Mm. I thought that this was an Apple TV Plus show as I was watching it, so Especially I was so surprised. Especially how heavy it was. Uh, we, was were, we were lot. talking about this the other day, yeah. Nate, and uh, you know, it might have been something that they prepped themselves and Hulu came in and, and offered a better price. You know, they got that For Disney sure. money now, right? So, right, and it and and but I mean, it does. As we said, it does play into the narrative. There's a lot of moments where technology, obviously, recording a podcast is super important, and uh, you see them kind I of want struggle that through mic it. That he has. Like that it's big a, that's boom a, mic that he walks yeah. around with? He runs like, around with? say that again one more just, time? Like, <laughs> could you please get one so we can use it at conventions? That would be yes. the best. <laughs> but I also wanted to shout out the another aspect of the show that I love that they really stuck to, which, A, the theming of podcasting, how the every episode starts the same, um, and then also the narration of each character as a through point. I just thought it's so cool. Not only do we get their thoughts... But it's almost like we get to listen to a podcast or listen to their podcast or even the individual characters as a podcast. Um, so I just thought that was such a cool way, again, to bring in that meta, to bring in that theming. And it's just so it's written so intelligently. Um, I was just, yeah, dude, it's it's fantastic. I'm so I'm so excited that we got to to see uh, the episodes that we got to see and, and huge shout out to uh, I guess this would be 20th Century Studios and Disney for hooking us up. Yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's it's it was such a joy to be able to get, you know, as many episodes as we were, because I think if I had one or two, I found myself I fell really quickly into everything that was going on and wanted to learn as much as I could. And so if just one episode at a time, that would have been really stressful. But I will I will We'll get to that, actually, in just a couple minutes. I wanted to make one more point about the show. And obviously, I can't say anything about it, but there is an episode of this television show that has got to be in my top five, if not top three episodes of all time in its ingenuity, in its uniqueness, in its creativity. I, don't even, I won't even say what episode it is so as to not have people's expectations sort of get you know run amok, but you would agree, no, that that one episode in particular is just... I know the one. Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know the one. It's uh, it, it, it's it, it's it's a hundred percent. It plays into the theme of what the show does really well, and it plays with thematics of really give off more of a of a, a different experience to how the episode comes to life. So I, I I agree with you, Kev. There is some craftiness of how this is written, really for screen in a very purposeful manner. And and I yeah, and I think uh, you know again without giving spoilers, I do think that I love when shows do that when they take a, a minute when they take a beat to give you a different experience that's separate from the one you've been going on on this entire journey 100%. but still so plays in so integrally into this story especially with the kind of story that it is um yeah dude so good i can't wait till we can i want can we we got to talk about spoilers like at some point when the show's out maybe can we try to do something details absolutely yeah when the finale yeah. comes out maybe we do like a whole uh, season review or something i think so i think so I think it's safe to say that we'll we'll come back to this and we'll talk about it in full spoilers because the show's great. Like it's a lot of fun. It's it's actually refreshing. And they're a half hour each. And I will tell you, yeah. uh, the Apple TV has a little feature where you can you can tap the center button and it shows you how much time is remaining in the episode. And I found myself doing that probably at like almost like every episode that we got. And I kept tapping on it and then seeing like, oh my gosh, there's only five minutes left. Like it just flies 
buy when you're watching these, especially when you when you binge them. So I would I would highly suggest to people um, because I think the first three episodes are dropping. Well, so it's, it's interesting you bring that up because that was actually my question for the episode. We obviously all love the show and have already started recommending it to people so that they can watch the second the first episode comes out. But given how much we enjoyed it and how we were able to watch it, my question today is how would you recommend people watch this? Should they tune in instantly and watch weekly or should they wait for all 10 episodes so that they could binge the hell out of it like we did? That That's a, a good question to be asking because especially how we experienced it. But I will say as I watched it, I was thinking, how would this be if it was each week I was waiting for the next episode? I do think that there is a fun experience of waiting to next week to see the episode and and in all honesty the mystery is so intriguing and it's fun and they're fun there's so much more to it that you can really take away uh, on a weekly basis but at the end of the day i don't know someone like your dad probably would would want to watch this all when it's done rather than wait week by week oh you know? well that that makes what i'm about to say sound incredibly mean then uh i was gonna say if you're if you are like to watch shows alone and you have no friends, <laughs> maybe if you just like to watch shows alone, uh, binge it. But I do think there's something to be said. I mean, again, we talk about this whole idea of meta narrative. The main three characters, how much their eyes light up and how much they, they this spark happens when they discover their shared passion for this crime podcast that they all love to listen to. Sure. And they share their theories back and forth. If you want to have that experience, you can have that experience with all of your friends. The moment we came together yesterday as of this recording, we couldn't, like the first thing I said to Kevin was something about the show and we needed to talk about it. And so I definitely think if you have a group of friends or even just like a, a family member that you want to watch this with, that you can share those theories back and forth, absolutely watch it as a group and watch it week to week so you can yeah. have that time to talk. Yeah, it's good. There's connectivity. Yeah, You've changed my mind here because, I mean, I'm a big binger. That's just what we do. And Sarah and I watched the entire run of this you know, show in five hours and ten minutes. Basically, there was, <laughs> one there was a couple pee breaks and we just hammered through the whole thing as quickly as we could. But now that I think about it, that time for reflection after reveals and things at the end of episode would be fun. You could almost start, you know, you could almost have your own map and start plotting out things like the yeah. characters do with their the crime podcast that they listen to so, so yeah i've been swayed i would say get on this as soon as you can because it's such a fun ride yeah 100%. don't wait get in yeah. watch it right away now like a good murder mystery a good podcast unpeels itself so i'd say this is a good time to give our overall score for the show today we're going to give a ranking out of five feet of police crime scene tape Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was trying to think of something a little outside the box. Um, yeah, this show is a delightful surprise. It will, it'll blow your mind. Um, I love what you said in, in terms of it being about, you know, it, it great for, for so many different people of so many different ages. Um, I think the show does such a great job with, with representing uh, the concepts of, of age, but also the ability to make friends with people of any age, I think is something that is really not discussed, especially amongst younger folks sure, uh, yeah. in the world. And so yeah, I think this, this tackles that, right? <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. it tackles this so well. And I just, I love, I just love how, um, how sincere the show is, how, how much it, it how, how bold it is and how much it chooses to really go do different things, really different ways of telling the story. Uh, and yeah, and again, just I'm a huge fan of meta narratives. The, the 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 moment you can 
sit me down in front of a screen and I can be like, I feel just like the character I'm watching so many times. And this show does it multiple times with different characters. I think that's super impressive. Um, yeah, honestly, I'm, I don't know if I'm coming off a high of, of the, the episodes that we got a chance to watch, but I'm, I'm sitting at, I'm honestly five feet out of five of police crime scene tape. It's, wow. It's, and, and it's such you a huge surprise. stretched the role right out to the max. I dude, love it. <laughs> dude, it's, it ran out of the role, and uh, I got nothing more to wipe. I mean, uh, set up the crime scene. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Very good. Wow. That's, uh, it can't, can't get any better than that. Well, um, yeah, I would say this, this show is a surprise. Like you, you, Everything Nate said is, is absolutely accurate. It, it's, a, it's a total surprise and delight. It, it's a lot of fun. And as much as the murder mystery and the aspect of the podcast and so on is, is really intriguing, these characters are really intriguing because yeah. you know Charles, Oliver, and Mabel, they are an odd trio that are of just loners. They're, they're desperately in search of a purpose. And you know each are dealing with issues, identity issues, self-worth, having distant or broken relationships with others. And in this weirdness of, of of what they have appreciation and this shared love for this podcast, they come together and they become one with, through this process. They they are figuring out themselves just as much. So it's it's really interesting how the podcast seems to give them purpose. And I found uh, like pretty much the perfect quote that really summarizes this show. And it's actually from the trailer. And it's sometimes it's easier to figure out someone else's secret than it is to deal with your own. So uh, for that, I'm going to give this show a four. Point eight, jeez. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going four point eight. I'm not going to go that full five. Oh, he's finally got... hit the decibel. He's finally <laughs> hit the decibel system. I've hit people. the decibels. I've been there. I, I've been there. Um, I was thinking four point seven five, but I'm going to go four point eight just because, like, we still have more episodes to see. And yeah, I do think it could be a five out of five, though. But a hundred percent, this gets my full recommendation. Do not sleep on this. Check it out as soon as it drops. Uh, no, you guys hit the nail on the head. I think. One of the best dynamics of the show is is just what you were saying. It's funny that you said the odd trio because it could have very much been like, what would it be like if the odd couple were, you know, in 2021? But instead, they've even modernized it even more, adding that third character, giving a female perspective to that interesting friendship and dynamic, the unlikely grouping of the three of them. Um, but I think more importantly, somehow they've taken what, on paper would sound like a really outlandish, really silly sort of premise, like super unrealistic. But they've, they've in this contained world, made everything seem entirely plausible. And that's, I think, yeah. you know, a real accomplishment. Because yeah. it could seem really silly, but it doesn't. It's, it's engaging. Yeah. Um, and, and you hit the nail on the head too, Justin. There's so much more than just the main mystery going on. Yeah. There's the mystery of the characters. And, and finding that out week by week, is going to be a really fun yeah, ride for, fun process, for everyone. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a huge recommend for me to just about anybody. Uh, I think this is going to really take a lot of people by surprise and sort of be a, a sleeper hit of the fall. I think this is a darn near perfect show for me. I mean, we just spent, you know, however long talking and had almost nothing negative to say that's when does that ever happen you know so yeah, and that's that, not just because we got it early like it is no it's just it's genuinely yeah. fun and engaging and well written it's it yeah. really is yeah I, I have no problem tooting its horn uh so i with that said i'm gonna give it a 4.9 out of five feet of police crime scene tape. So close. So We're close. just skirting by. Nate is so <laughs> unimpressed. That said, there you have it. Our spoiler-free review for Only Murders in the Building. The show premieres on Hulu and Star on August 31st, September 3rd in some markets, I believe.
So sorry to those who have to wait an extra four days. Thank you for tuning in wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and leave us a glowing review. Or perhaps there might be another murder investigation afoot. Ooh, Ooh, was that too threatening? I I apologize. (laughs) Uh, We'd also love to know what you thought about this fantastic mystery show once you're able to check it out. Could you figure out who done it before any of the characters? And do you listen to any true crime podcasts? If so, let us know. We're always looking for fun recommendations. Yeah, I'd love to know one. Yeah, like I, uh, they, I, I've never heard anything like they're listening to. I'd love to check one out. I've listened to Serial. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot out there. But yeah, you can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if that's a bit too old man in a flat-brimmed hat for you, hit us up <laughs> on Twitter at GeekCentricYT and on Instagram at WeAreGeekCentric. And remember, we have just a ton of podcasts to check out. There's our spoiler-free review of Shang-Chi, where we let you know if it lives up to the hype, as well as our watch club for episode two of What If, and episode three is right around the corner. Justin also sat down for an entertaining and informative interview with Hollywood producer and friend of the program, Andy Horowitz, so check that out. You were going to learn so much about the ins and outs of the business. It is a great listen. Justin, Nate, and everyone listening, I appreciate you. Until next time. Unless something mysterious happens. I remember one time I had a a few cocktails and then I ended every podcast by saying, love (laughs) you. Get home safe, guys. Peace. Peace.